1: <laughs> what up ladies and gentlemen, Hernan
2: Sias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast along with my co-host The Insurance Bro, James Sias with Pipeline Insurance And boy, have we got a show for you today, let me tell you something We ha- have yeah. um, I'll tell you what though, we have learned <laughs> <clears throat> So We don't have a guest today, that, that was my point though
1: Yeah, 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 the, so, so what, what we've noticed is when there's a holiday in the week Our guests tend to have to reschedule Either reschedule or get caught up or whatever. Mm. So the guest that we had on schedule uh, has to reschedule, change dates, whatever it's going to be. So it happened during 4th of July. Now I'm noticing it happens again during Labor Day. So I'm kind of curious what our schedules are going to be like as we go throughout the year. This is the first full year of... sure of, um, uh, appointments of oh, guests. guests yeah so so fourth
2: of july it definitely happened labor day we're seeing it uh not next month but november we've got labor day right
1: um uh, mem- uh not late, mem- no, memorial, day. Uh, memorial day memorial, memorial day, day. day my bad yep. and, and then, of obviously course, Thanksgiving. the big ones yeah. yeah thanksgiving and christmas so yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So we know we're not going to be having guests full.
2: during those times but like since it's Thanksgiving, is it going to be like two weeks that people don't show up? I have no
1: idea. I have no idea. So
2: this is the first year,
1: and like anything else, uh, trial and error. We figure it out as we go, but the show must go on. We
2: do figure it out.
1: We do figure it out. All right, ladies and gents, real quick, quick reminder, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year is what we're shooting for. We're at 210 pairs. So <laughs> if you have new shoes, used shoes, or what happened?
2: Uh, Andres Guzman did catch you He said chilling Chillin', <laughs> yeah. Sorry use shoes, new new shoes, shoes Use shoes
1: Or you want to do any cash Hit James up 619 45 Or james at csfirst.com He'll hop on his Harley wearing pants So he doesn't get a burn like I did Drive over there and pick him up 36 pairs of shoes is the most he's picked up On those saddlebags So let's see if you guys can top it Hit him up six one
2: nine eight
1: eight four zero zero four five 45 Or james at csfirst.com So um, something I wanted to talk about A- First, a little bit of fun stuff. The logo, right? So we got a new logo. We got a a bunch of different logos made out for different seasons. One being football season. So today the (laughs) Bears and Packers kick off, right? It's the Bears and Packers. I am yeah. right. right? Bears yeah, and yeah, yeah. Packers kick off the season, and uh, I mean, I'm excited, dude. Football season's here. Hopefully, you guys got all your fantasy picks in order. I'm starting you, Aaron Jones tonight. You set up all your lineups right, and you're ready to rock and roll. And so, you know, I just wanted to give a little shout out to the little logo guy right there. That's stuff. The, that's some. That's some cool stuff. And. Thank you. Uh, and we're looking forward to football season, so you'll see us wearing our Charger jerseys when we uh, when we record on Charger days. Yeah, and uh, yeah, super excited, dude, super excited. But um, what's up, Eric? What's up, Eric? All right, so this is what something I did want to talk about. A couple shows ago, we had a discussion on consistency, right, and doing things on a regular basis. And uh, uh, recently, we've been James and I have been talking about ways to monetize the show. We've been talking about it for a while. We just never felt we were at a position where we could actually do that yet. Um, But we've talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. One of the things we've talked about consistently was getting sponsors on the show so things like the wall in the back like right now we've put stuff on the wall from people that have just been on the show no big deal but we thought well you know maybe we can sell some of that ad space like i got some gray spots behind me mm-hmm. that are blank you, you you know when we have a guest over there's some spots behind them that are blank that's a good idea um or maybe we thought hey maybe we'd drop in little commercial promos in between something to uh monetize what we're already doing so that we can bring more quality to to you the audience and and give a better um uh, show to to our um, to our guests. Maybe we'll over. actually
2: get some editors. Maybe
1: we'll get some editors. Maybe we'll get some, you know, a little bit of extra stuff. Oh, you know stuff. what
2: would be also really cool is uh, to get somebody to transcribe all of the past episodes. See? So there's
1: other things that we want to do. It just takes revenue. And in the meantime, when we've been doing this for a little over a year, we were, you know, we were cognizant of the thought that revenue could occur. Mm-hmm. It's just we weren't at that level yet, right? We knew that that was an opportunity coming up. And then recently... Um, we were approached by a guest, and uh, we decided to take on this uh, very first sponsorship. And so, starting uh, next week, we will be inserting little, uh, little ad lib commercial spots for our very first sponsored guest. Whoop, whoop. Sponsored, uh, sponsored client, essentially, right? One our very our first
2: sponsor. Period.
1: Yeah, sponsor. Period.
2: You're sponsor. right. That's yeah. a, that's it's a,
1: sponsor. That's That's our sponsor. It's
2: kind of weird because I didn't know what to call them. I'm like, they're yeah. my, they're, they're our, they're our friends. There are. Yeah.
1: Clients, no, there are no there are no sponsor. Sponsor. Yeah, 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 so that's super Woo-hoo! awesome for us. Like you know, and and it, it plays to that thought of consistency. Like today at school,
2: um, hang on, can I tell you a little something about consistency? Yeah, it's S H I T. You're right.
1: It so is so happy. It's, like it's Thursday.
2: It's even, speaking of consistency, we got to tell you guys every single day. Consistently going right.
1: So consistently happy it's going
2: to karaoke on Thursdays. On Thursdays, you gonna miss football. No, nah, man, I'm going after football. Okay, okay, cool. Make sure.
1: Yeah. All right, so back to consistency. So, uh, you know, I was talking to my students today, uh, today and yesterday, and the topic for their journaling in the day was what things do you do on a consistent basis that work for you or work against you, right? And so the thing I shared was exactly that. It's like we finally got to the point where we have our first paid sponsor on the show. That's going to be super awesome but it didn't happen overnight we've been doing a podcast every single day week after week 285 episodes in before we even reach that level and it's not like it's something super major it's just our very first one but it's the beginning of what's going to happen more and more the value of what we're bringing to you guys the 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 opportunities that we bring to you guys the presentations the stories the the thoughts the ideas it's all value that we bring to you, and because we consistently do that on a regular basis, we've developed a program, we've developed a community where when we bring on a sponsor, it's going to be a sponsor that's beneficial to our audience, right? And that's that's kind of something that's that James and I had talked about. We don't want to just throw any sponsor on there. I mean, money's great and all, but we also want to make sure that the, it's in line with what we're doing something that's going to save you time, uh, save you um, money, or help you make money. So, if you can, if we can have a sponsor that meets one of those criterias or all of those criterias for that matter, then it's somebody that we're going to bring on the show. So it's really cool to be in this position, but it comes at a cost. It comes at working diligently at doing the podcast every single day on a regular basis. And it kind of got me thinking of, you know, what you guys do in your own particular businesses. We're entering the end of the third quarter here, which means we're really 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 ending the year. If you're in the real estate space, many of you are going to super slow down once October hits, Uh, usually once, once Halloween hits towards the end of October, but usually that's the end of the fourth quarter for you guys. Even though you still got two months in the fourth quarter, those last two months aren't super productive because you either get it in your head that nobody's doing business, you get it in your head that, you know, you're too busy. You got to spend time with family. This is one of those times where we sit down and we we uh, map out our calendar and we literally go through and say, okay, these are the days that we are not going to work, right? These are the days that I know for sure are not going to happen. So we talked a little bit earlier about having guests on the show. We're going to go through our calendar here in the next couple of weeks and James and I are going to sit down and, be, and, and we're going to block off the days that we're not going to podcast. Now. We're going to have to pre-record shows to make sure that content is released on those days, but we're going to, we're, we're not going to be broadcasting on those days. Why? We have family. We have events just like you guys do. We have things that are going on, but we're going to go to our calendar and we're going to physically cross off those days in advance. So we know what days we're going to work and what days we're not going to work. And he's going to do, James is going to do the same thing, right? Ham? You're going to do the same thing for, for pipeline. You're going to close off those calendar days so that you're not scheduling trainings during those times.
2: I actually closed those days off at the beginning of the year Uh, we have a partner that we have been outsourcing some of our administrative staffs uh, tasks to and so they wanted to know way early on what days are these people gonna have off what days are they not gonna be working so it was early on in the year where I closed all that stuff off uh, at least for them and for the office but Uh, To your point, absolutely. There's still going to be probably more days aside from what I've already uh, prescribed for that uh, staffing company that I'm probably going to want to take off or, you know, I'm going to have to set aside uh, additional time.
1: Well, I mean, like Thanksgiving, for example, or Christmas, for example. Uh, I forget what day Christmas lands on this year, but I think last year it was like on a Friday. I think it was. I don't remember
2: exactly. But
1: usually what ends up happening is. Wait, what
2: day was your birthday this year? uh Wednesday? Pretty sure it's a Wednesday then. Pretty sure it's a Wednesday. Yeah. So
1: imagine, it, let's let's just assume Christmas lands on a Wednesday. It means New Year's lands on a Wednesday, right? And that's the middle of the week. So you got people that are traveling Monday, Tuesday. You got people that are traveling home maybe Thursday, Friday, maybe sticking around for the weekend. You're going to basically lose that entire week. And then if you do the same thing for the for the New Year's holiday, you're going to lose that entire week. Mm-hmm. That's 2 weeks right there. And what about what about Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving always lands on a Thursday. So you're going to lose that travel week too. Maybe you work that Monday, but you're probably not going to work Tuesday very much, or Wednesday very much, for that matter. And then you're probably going to do Black Black Friday shopping. Mom so says
2: Christmas is on a Wednesday.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Mom. See, she's got my back. Um, and so you know you're losing a whole week in in November too. That's almost a month. Three weeks out of the last quarter are already gone, and that's just to say that that's just you in what your schedule is. Your clients tend to slow down too. Does business, uh, happen in the fourth quarter? Yes, it does, but you tend to slow down. So what are you going to do? Plan ahead. Fourth quarter's not here yet, but if you plan ahead, if you, if you're sticking to something more consistent and you know that these things are coming, you're thinking in advance of what you want to achieve, you can get a lot of stuff done in that fourth quarter. Like for me, the fourth quarter, that's the time where you're working on a website or you're working on your, your branding material. Maybe you're setting up, um, client uh client campaigns where you're gonna do all the birthday cards for all your clients that's the time that you're writing up all the birthday cards maybe that's the time that you're setting up all your mailers for that particular year you're doing all these administrative tasks that you normally wouldn't be doing during the productive times because you have that time off Mm -hmm. so you know start planning ahead of time thinking about what you want to do
2: yeah i was i was gonna say it's not necessarily time off it's just slower times
1: slower times yeah. you're not going to get it but no
2: that. you're you're definitely right and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that cuz that's one of the things that I'm still working on is our website uh in fact you know I told you I started doing the the weekly goal setting and so this week I set some loftier goals I think than uh than I should have kind of looking at it and uh and one it was short a short week, week yeah. right so I'm like playing catch up on a lot of things already anyway uh two it's an even shorter week for us because... We have Danny's we have, funeral services tomorrow. Yep, yep. So, you know, it's even uh, it's even less time. And so I set pretty lofty goals with things that I really wanted to accomplish but things that are longer-term projects. And so, one, it's the shorter week. Two, it's honestly just putting too much on my plate and expecting too much of myself during that week. Uh, I think that, that looking at it, and trying to cut those projects into more bite-sized pieces would make a lot more sense.
1: Yeah, and but, but think about that for everybody else who's listening. Everybody has that to-do list, right? Whether it's your, it's the honey-do list, right? Whether it's the spouse putting together these are the things you have to do or the things that you have to do anyways, the things you know you should be doing on a regular basis. Sometimes those projects are big, right? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes they take a couple of days or a couple of weeks or whatever it's going to be. But if you can chunk them down, you can break them down and then consistently work on one of those pieces regularly mm-hmm. then you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna end up eating that entire elephant right one
2: bite at a time one bite at a time yeah so i mean basically i was there's i was i was trying to eat the whole leg right the whole leg of the elephant but you know what i think i'm just gonna start with the foot that's cool elephant foot, <laughs> foot yes yeah, that's, that's, that's delicious amazing right <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> Slimy yet satisfying? Slimy?
1: I don't know, Come man. On,
2: man. I don't know.
1: I don't eat elephant.
2: <laughs> I was thinking so Sam Jackson. It's, no, it's was a disgusting thinking, right? animal. Yeah. It's a filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But no, I mean consistency really is exactly that. It's deciding the pieces that you can go after, uh, and you know, just breaking it down into smaller consumable chunks. Um I really, I really did. I put too much on my plate. Expected way too much of myself. I had, you know, like three major projects, and I tried to uh, convince myself that I could do all three at one time. Where instead of trying to do all three at one time, maybe one of them, you know, would be would be more feasible. And even the one project that I might have, breaking it into a smaller portion of that project and not trying to do the whole thing in one week and just saying, you know what, finish this part of it, just you know, this part, and put the three steps that you need to do to finish just that small part.
1: But and, and here's the thing is I want you guys to think about, like listeners now, I want you to think about exactly what James is describing right there. How many times have you thought of something that you wanted to accomplish and it was a big task. And because it was a big task, you had a hard time even getting started on that big task. That's So it. you procrastinated on it. And then before you knew it, the week was over and you didn't complete not only the task, but you didn't even take steps in the proper direction. You feel like you like you didn't get anything done. You feel like it was a wasted week. Whereas if you break it down into small, more feasible pieces, you still might not have achieved the ultimate goal of completing the entire project but you feel like you've gotten closer because you've taken steps to get there. And I, I wanna give you an example from, from my classroom. So in my class, um, I don't give homework, but I make sure that the kids get the work done that I assign in class. Right. And I have seniors, so I know that it comes to a point where they um, when I get to a certain time frame in the class when there's only, you know, so many minutes left in class and they're trying to get credit, they resort to copying each other. Right. Mm. And so that's natural. We we tend to try to find the easiest alternative, which, you know, I've 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 heard this said, I think it's Les Brown who says it, but if you always do the easy things in life, your life is gonna be hard. Whereas if you do the hard things in life, your life is gonna be easy. And so In my classroom, the way I try to get things around that is when I get a kid and I can obviously see, come on, first of all, teachers know when students are copying. We can tell. (laughs) Right? We can tell. Anyways, so what I do is I ask them specific questions. What does that number represent? How did you get this solution? What, explain to me how you got this equation, right? And right now we're talking about simple interest, for example, right? So we're calculating simple interest on like a savings account or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, I had this kid come up to me and he had all the right answers on his paper. And so I asked, you know, what does this represent? And he's like, ah, I don't know. And he just walked away. He's like, I give up. I don't even know. Right?
2: <laughs> all right. And
1: that frustration that he saw, right? That, that example, I had to stop. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, come here, dude. I was like, you can't give up like that. He's like, I'm, I just, I don't know this stuff. Math is not for me. I don't get it. It's not, I give up. I'm like, no, dude. Here's the problem is you were just hit with a roadblock. You were just challenged just a little bit. Like I wasn't even asking him. I I, I wasn't even asking him to, you know, like solve the, you know, some big old thing. You know, I, I, I would say Pythagorean theorem because that's what most people remember, but it's not a very difficult equation. But anyways, um, it's not like I was asking him to solve something crazy. I was just asking him to learn what he had written he had already written the work he copied it from a student who already knew what they were doing so the work was correct but it's not so much as i didn't it was more important for me not that he wrote the work but that he understood what he was writing if he could read if he can learn that piece so i wanted him to go back and learn from that kid have that kid explain to you what these numbers mean so that when you so that you can come back and explain it to me And the fact that he stopped and walked away and quit, that, to me, is that expression of failure. Mm -hmm. Failure is when you quit. Right. The fact that you don't know gives you the opportunity to learn. This is where you get to learn something. You don't know that right now, but that's okay. You're going to get full credit as long as you take the time to learn it.
2: Don't give up on, on yourself. Have you written it on the board yet? What? The why? No. I can't and I don't know. Oh, no, I haven't done that yet. I, done that yet. <laughs> I wrote my why, though. It's on the board. Yeah? Yeah, it's on the board. But, um,
1: be- but so, so this is what I found. What I th- when you talk about uh, the projects, mm-hmm. right, and if you, if you put too much on your plate, you're going to feel like that kid felt. It's too much on your plate, so you're not going to start. And then because you don't start, you don't get to where you want to go. And because you don't get to where you want to go, you just give up. And because mm-hmm. you give up, you fail. You never fail if you progressively get better. The difference between what you're doing right now and what other people do is a lot of people overload their plates. A lot of people are ambitious. It's like going to a buffet and you fill up a plate with a bunch of food and then you look at your and then you know, halfway through the plate you're like, damn, I overdid it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what happens to us in, in real life. But if you reflect on that, like exactly like you're doing right now, if you sit back and you're like, you know what? Maybe I should just focus on this one piece. And you know what? I'm gonna break this one piece down into sections. Now you're progressively working in the right direction. Now you have not failed. Now you've learned. And that's what I wanted this kid to do. Yeah, I don't want him to quit. That, and and that, I sat down with him and I spoke to him and I was like, Look, dude, what bothers me most of all is not that you don't know or it's not that you copied. It's that you quit on yourself. You decided that it was too much for you and you were walking away. Mm-hmm. You let this one little problem prevent you from getting full credit on everything else. Take on that challenge. Life is going to come at you with more than little problems. But you have to decide that this problem is just an obstacle that I need to get over. This is just one thing that's in my way because I can see the other side. I can see the goal exactly where I want to go, and I'm going to get there.
2: I think uh, I think Tim actually posted something, uh, Tim Barker, he actually just commented, teach and preach, buddy, teach, Teach preach. Teach and preach. Um, But I think he posted something, uh, I want to say it was him, but it could have been somebody else, uh, that it was try, try again, try harder, try it a different way, ask for help and try again, and you know, just don't give up. Don't give up. Over and over and over again. And so one of the things that I love about the weekly goal setting that I've been doing is it's not just sitting down on Sunday morning and setting my goals, setting my intentions for the following week, but it's also reflecting on the week prior and, you know, figuring out what worked and what didn't work. So this whole thing about that we're having the, the, that we're having this conversation about about, you know, if I put too much on my plate and I never get started. That's okay. That's just a lesson learned. That's just one way that it didn't work. Right. I can always go back and say Okay, well, let me back it up a little bit. Let me expect a little bit less from myself. You know, maybe I did put too much. So let me break it down to a smaller piece uh, that I can achieve that's actually achievable, right? What a part of the SMART goal, mm-hmm. to make it achievable. And then when I make that one feel better about myself and build on that momentum.
1: And that, But that process, that process works in almost any aspect of life. If I go to the gym and I'm feeling good, right? I'm. You know what? I'm going to work out. I'm going to hit these weights. I'm going to hit this bench hard. And I put like three 45 pound plates on that bench and I go down and I go to pick it up and it's like impossible. I can't freaking pick it up. The weight is too much. So do I stop working out?
2: Yeah, obviously. I right? mean, you can't, you can't lift 500 pounds. So, why even bother?
1: So why even bother?
2: No, yeah. you just shrink the weight
1: and you hit the reps and you yep. tear down those muscles and you, you know, work at
2: it. That was the thing that we did uh, when I was doing CrossFit too. Did CrossFit for my last year in the Navy for anybody curious. Um, last year in the navy and that's exactly what it was they have their standards right like if you're going to do this workout you're going to do it at you know 90 pounds or you know 115 pounds or whatever like that's a standard but hey if you can't do that kind of weight break it down bring it down to a level that you actually can do and you'll get there and you'll get there and that's the
1: thing is you'll get there and no matter what you don't want to pick up the phone and call expired you know what call one or two today Mm -hmm. and then tomorrow you call two or three And the next day, three or four, right? If you don't want to do math work because math is too hard, you know what? Start off with doing some of the problems. Do one problem, Mm -hmm. but do the problem, right? There's a difference between lying to everybody else. That's, That's the thing about copying is you're trying to lie to everybody else. Right. But don't lie to yourself. You cheat yourself. You quit on yourself. You don't get where you want to go if you don't try, if you don't give it the effort. And you know, I was talking about this with my students the other day. I was like, "Look, when you're, because they're like, oh, I just don't like school. I don't like learning. I, it, learning's not my thing." I'm like, "That's a lie." When you were born, when you're a baby, when you first were born, and and you're growing up, you wanted to learn everything. You wanted to be around mom and dad. You want to learn to walk. You want to learn to talk. You want to everything. Like, just give me more information. But then about
2: input, right? Input. But then
1: about eight years old or so, nine years old, you stop wanting to learn. Why is that school school because they're trying to force (laughs) things into your mind versus You wanting to learn things Mm -hmm. learning becomes a a work instead of fun, right? And then what happens you graduate you figure out something that you want to do in life And then all of a sudden learning becomes fun again
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if
1: you can find a way to make learning fun between those years that you have to go to school The world is going to be your oyster.
2: Yeah, I couldn't even begin to tell you couldn't even begin to tell you, uh how to do that because high school, that wasn't it Well, see for me. But again, so it comes
1: down to like maybe school's not your thing, right? right. Like there's people who have a job right now because they have to pay bills. Mm-hmm. That job is not their thing. But if they take that extra time that they have to build something towards their happiness. And something that they love. Something that they love. Mm-hmm. Then that time gets better. Then their life gets better. Same thing with school. School's just something you have to do. You don't have to get A's. You have to graduate high school. But what are you doing with the rest of your time? With the rest of your time, are you figuring out what makes you happy? What you're going to do in your life? You know, I got I got kids in in, in school that are destined to, they're, they're talking about going to college, right? I want to go to college. And that's a great thing. But when I sit down with them, I'm like, okay, is this college thing, is this because you want to go? Or is it because somebody told you that that's where you're going to go? Because for me, it was they told me I'm supposed to go to college, so I'm gonna get good grades because that's what I'm supposed to do. The problem is when I got there, I didn't know what I was gonna do next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I had learned how to be a good student and I could get good grades, but I had no purpose after that. Right. And so for those of the kids, for those kids, at least they have a vision. The only thing is their vision stops at college. What about after that? Like, that have you really decided nice. what that career is gonna be? What does that lifestyle look like? Because mm-hmm. then you can keep pushing forward. Right? Then you can get to that next level. So, for my kids that aren't going to college, school's just an obstacle. Do what you need to do to pass. Right. But then with the rest of your time, figure out what makes you
2: happy. Obstacle slash stepping stone. Obstacle slash stepping stone. Because it um, could lead to more. It could lead to more. And, like, you need it, man. Like, you need to graduate. Yes. Yes, you do
1: absolutely need to graduate high school. You need to You have to I I
2: agree That's why
1: I'm saying you do it You just don't have to get A pluses on everything C's get degrees baby C's get degrees But I'm okay with that As long as with the rest of your time It's Mm -hmm. not going into Netflix But however However
2: comma For what it's worth Like C's get degrees But in high school Like your grades matter If you want to go to a good college Of course If you don't want to go to a good college If you're not really into that It's cool You can figure it out That's what
1: I'm saying Is there are kids that That is not going to be their route Right and that's okay. It wasn't for me. And that's okay. What are you doing with the rest of your time? Mm-hmm. What is it that you're doing with that extra extra time that you're not in school?
2: I can't believe like it's so hard. It's so hard to imagine uh, you having these conversations with those 17-year-old kids cuz I just imagine myself at 17, what am I doing?
1: I am playing know, video screwing
2: games. around playing video games. That's exactly the same response. Like yeah. I'm playing video games.
1: I am I'm watching YouTube. Dude, I got some of the kids that were telling me. They watch YouTube for like 2 to 3 hours a day.
2: I believe it, right? dude. How many hours did we spend that young playing video games and watching TV? I
1: agree. I agree. But at the same time, like if somebody would have told me, "Hey, you know what? You should be doing is you should be recording all the video game content you do and putting it mm. up on YouTube. You should you, you should be content creating instead of content consuming, doing it with a purpose. See, and that's what I'm trying to get to at these kids. I'm like, I don't care what it is that you're doing, but you should be creating." Rather than just consuming. And if you are consuming, you should be collabing. Like, I see people all the time on YouTube and they're commentating on other people's videos. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you doing that? It takes a little bit of effort. But now all of a sudden you're leaving a long tail effect.
2: But it's something that you actually care about and spend your time doing anyway. You were going to do it anyways. Yeah.
1: And that's my point, right? That's my point is you're living in a new age where the internet is a tool that you can use. You're using it just to take from
2: weren't we having a conversation with somebody recently that like e-gaming like that's gonna be a that, thing like not could, gonna be that is a thing it is a thing like some kid just won a million bucks or something like that off a of,
1: don't know but i know that kids are getting scholarships for e-gaming and that's that's crazy but again like what is your intention if your intention is to do something professionally like this is the career you want to make out of it then why are you spe- are you spending your time are you taking these steps to get there Are you taking that big concept idea and you're breaking it into small chunks
2: and are you progressively working towards it? Success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. That's
1: it. That's it.
2: You can do it, man.
1: You can do it. And eventually, after you do 280 episodes, maybe you find yourself a sponsor.
2: (laughs) With that. Right? So. Which closes out.
1: By the way, uh, we're going to be starting that next week, so hopefully you guys pan- uh, check it out. I'll give you a little quick drop. It's going to be with a company called Drone Quotes, and it makes it real simple. So all you got to do, let's say you want to buy solar, for example, right? Um, I don't know about you, but the solar guys that always come and knock on my door, I have to listen to a sales pitch, and I would like to get a couple different quotes. So that means I would have to listen to a couple different sales pitches. I don't want to hear all that. That's I don't have time to be doing all those. However, with drone quotes, they'll come in, take a drone, they'll take pictures of your roof so nobody has to step on the roof, and then they'll send those out to roofers and solar people, get the quotes for you, and then you as a customer decide which quote you want to go with. Makes it simple, makes it easy, smarter way of doing business. So that's what we're going to be talking about um, next week. That's our first sponsor, and uh, we look forward to growing that relationship. But quick reminder for us at the end of the show, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you have new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And if you have any insurance needs or you want to add insurance into your particular business, uh, we'd love to help you with that. You want to partner with a company that will help your company grow. So you want to hit us up for all your insurance needs, 619-884-0045 or com or just click on the need insurance link. We'll help you out there. That's all we got for you guys today. S-H-I-T, so happy it's Thursday. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email.